This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. This is the Way to Go podcast. Bill McMinn here with Sherry Capilla. Good to have you, Sherry. Glad to have you back. Thank you for having me. Yeah, good. And we're talking about staying humble today, actually. So we had talked beforehand, you know, a couple different topics. And this is one that I was thinking about. And you could say avoiding pride, not being prideful. I just thought staying humble was a good positive way to say it. But you're a coach. You see a lot of women who come to you to lose weight. Mm -hmm. I would say that the general consensus in this country would be that if you lose weight, you probably look better. If somebody looks better, will they take pride in that? Mm. Good or bad? From my perspective, Mm -hmm. I encourage women to lose weight in order to find God. I encourage women to lose weight because if your weight is keeping you back from whatever it is that God has told you to go and do, that your health is the very thing you need in order to step into obediently what he's told you to go. So into. you're, you're kind of taking it from uh, Hey, health is part Absolutely. of our spiritual walk with God. And, Absolutely. and I want you to be healthy. Yeah. How can you do what he sent you here to do? If you don't have the health to do it, right? If you're focused on, you know, being in the hospital and all the, you know, struggling with your health or shameful in your appearance because of the way the world has taught us to be shameful of our appearance, if we're not perfect. And so as a result, if you're you know, being held back by that and you're struggling, let me help you to find God's truth in what you're attempting to accomplish through restoring your health and find God and be able to right yourself with what this is all about. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I like to, to me, I think we put way too much emphasis on it. I'm just recognizing society as it is, not society maybe as it should be. Sure. I do think that what I see is as people get in shape, whatever guys, girls, they'll take pride. Now, sometimes I think you can take pride in hard work. I think you can yeah. take pride yeah. in, you know, if, if I can run better and and I can do under a 10 minute mile, I'd probably be pretty happy with that. Yeah. It's a lot of people say that was super slow, but I'm saying for me, sure. I don't know if it'd be a bad pride that I think I'm better than somebody else. It mm-hmm. would just be, hey, I'm glad I did better. And yeah. I think sometimes when I say I'm proud of somebody or proud of a situation. It's just, I'm happy about it. Absolutely. You know, and I think a lot of people, I think there's nothing wrong with being, you know, if you've lost weight, if mm-hmm. you look yeah. better, if you feel better, you're healthier Absolutely. and however way you want to quantify that, yeah. then to say, yeah, I'm happy about it. There, to me, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah you can have a little bit of pride. My goodness. I think sometimes we don't take enough pride in our property and sure. pride in our, sure. as far as, Hey, I want to take right. care of it. I want to take care of this. Yes. This is my responsibility. I want it to look nice. Absolutely. I can take some pride, not arrogance, not thinking I'm better than somebody yeah. else, but take some pride. But then in our society where we do hear a lot about self-esteem, mm-hmm. I think that sometimes the, the issue is not a lack of self-esteem. To me, there's a bigger issue of pride in this country. Oh, huge. Pride is so big in this country. We're so self-centered for the wrong reasons. Right. So how do you coach on that? I mean, do you ever, well, do you ever talk about that stuff? Oh, we talk about, we talk about pride a lot right. um, and how without putting yourself in a position, without humbling yourself, you cannot come under God's authority and yield to the coaching of the spirit. I mean, the Holy Spirit will guide you even in weight loss. The Holy right. Spirit will tell you, get off the couch, stop watching this show in particular on Netflix, right. go and prep your food, or even not only prep your food, but eat what you've prepped. Right. You know, and that pride will not yield. Right. 
you have to be humble in order to yield and come under God's authority. And we're saying yield to God, right? Absolutely. I mean, yield to God, yield to the leading of the Absolutely. Holy Spirit. And if the Holy Spirit's calling you to do something, get it done. I mean, I, was, I, was, I had this conversation with my wife, I mean, about kind of culture and where we're at, thinking yeah. about time wasted, thinking about how much time goes into TV or social media mm -hmm. or different things. And Teddy Roosevelt wrote a history called The Winning of the West. It was yeah. several books. I found it at a yard sale one time. And as Jerry and I said, yeah, he had time to do that because he wasn't sitting around watching yes. TV. He was actually yeah. accomplishing things with exactly. his life. But yeah, I mean, getting off the couch, getting away from some of those things, leading yeah. by the Holy Spirit, like you said, being yieldedness is yielded is part Absolutely. of humility. Now, one of the things that I <laughs> thought of as we were talking about it, because it says in the Bible, be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing mm -hmm. with one another in love. It's a fantastic verse, yeah. Ephesians 4, 2. So be completely humble. That's our job. But to me, part of humility then would be not comparing ourselves to others. And here's the verse that I think is really, really struck me. It says, if anyone thinks there's something when they're not, they deceive themselves. So sure. sometimes we think we're better than we are. We think that we're yeah. more than we are. And we don't realize, okay, maybe you are a big fish, but a small pond. Mm -hmm. So... Yes, you know, you're doing well here, but as far as the world spins, mm -hmm. as far as everything going on, and even some of the accomplishments, sure. I mean, you might be super proud of your flower garden, yeah. let's say, or vegetable garden, but as time goes on, I mean, in, in the scope of the whole world, yeah. it's not nearly as significant as we make it to be. You're absolutely right. Right? It's not as significant. And in the grand scheme of things, grand scheme of things, it doesn't necessarily even matter. Right. So in don't, that context. Don't, don't think you're more than you are. Yeah. Each one should test their own actions. So that means you examine it, you look at, and I love this because it's saying you need to worry about yes, you. you. Exactly. And not everyone else, else. Because this is where pride starts to yes. jump through the windows and come yep. in the door and invade us because we're comparing ourselves to others. And he even says that they can take pride in themselves alone. In other words, there's nothing wrong with being happy or taking pride in that, hey, I'm working hard, I'm doing it yeah. for the Lord and the right reasons. Like I said, I often looked at pride in some of the way we use it in our culture sure. as happy about. Sure. I'm proud yeah. of my kids. I'm not proud over someone else. I'm no, just no. happy they're doing well. There's certain things they do that makes me They're on me the right track. Right, right, exactly. Right. So it says that they can take pride in themselves in alone without comparing themselves to someone else. Yeah. What do you think about I that? I think of comparison. Would you say that's akin to exalting yourself? Right. I mean, that's really what it is. And, you know, we talked before uh, the show started about how Matthew 23, 11 and 12 says the greatest among you must be a servant, but those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Right. Great verse. And that's critical that we even make that connection that in our prideful, you know, actions mm -hmm. that we're doing exactly what God's word says we shouldn't do. Right. And we need to be, we need to recognize that in ourselves. I think, I think it's important. I think honestly, we compare ourselves all the time. Yeah. That's a fact. I, I really do. I, I think it's part of humanity. I just think it's something that you just have to be careful of it because here's the fact I'm, I was never made to be me compared to someone exactly. else. Exactly. I was just made to be me. Exactly. Authentically. It, it has nothing to do nope. with anyone else. I wasn't nope. made to be better. I was yep. made to do a job. Yeah. Being better is at 100% irrelevant. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
Like, I'm not called. Like, I never said, hey, go be better than Sherry Capilla. <laughs> That's <you>. your job. <laughs> yeah. Be better. Well, you're here, so I'm yeah, going to exactly. use you as yeah, an example. Exactly. But God didn't tell me to do that. No, you're right. You're he right. He just said, do, I always believe in doing the best that I can do. Absolutely. And within the scope of who I am, yeah. just do the best job that I possibly can do with the talents that God has given to yeah. me. Not make that then a reason to boast because, oh, yeah, and as I did, what God gave use what God gave me I didn't I can't take any credit for it anyway yeah. and then I started thinking I'm better yeah isn't that crazy I, but I, it's the world we live in it's the I, world we live and I think it's imperative for right. those of us you know who have any kind of platform big or small to help you people understand how to walk out God's word right especially in this in this culture of you know attention on ourselves, reliance on ourselves. Right. And then other things, you know, happening to us where we're told to, you know, go to the universe. And if you can think it, you can manifest it, all of those things. We need to know how to do what God's word says to do and be careful of what it also says not to do. So that's humility. I'm exactly. going to do what God tells me to do. I'm not going to do what he tells me. Yeah. Yeah. Not to do. Exactly. Right. And I think that, you know, humility is difficult you know, for us to do, especially in the culture that we're, you know, living in right now. But it's also imperative that we understand what is prideful and how to recognize pride. You and I were chatting about this. You know, pride is one of those things, as I brought to the table, easy to spot in other people, sure. difficult to see in yourself. Right. And so one of the ways that I like to check myself with regard to, am I doing this for the sake of uh, my pride test that I shared with you? Will my decision to do this right now, will it glorify me or will it glorify God? Right. You know, especially when it comes to like being a servant, serving in the church. Right. Am I doing this? Is this beneath me? And therefore I'm not going to volunteer right. or will this glorify God? Because if I don't volunteer, you might be glorifying your flesh and you like to be lazy. Right. You know, maybe that's not your issue, but are you glorifying God or are you glorifying yourself? Well, when you look at pride, it's probably, I'm, I'm looking for the verse here. I think I actually put it in one of the daily huddles, but Daniel 4, 30, yeah. I believe it is. And he, Nebuchadnezzar, was prideful. And he said that, look, he stood out. He looked at the city, capital city of his empire. And yeah. he said, I built this for my glory and by my power. Wow, yeah. And God humbled him instantly. instantly. He was then living like an animal in the field for whatever number of seasons yeah. it was. Until he would admit that, no, God's the one who gave you what you had. Yes. And he's willing to humble himself. Yep. And when I say, like you said, I'm doing it for my glory. I'm mm -hmm. doing this for me. That is clearly a pride statement. Yep. So you don't want to say that. When you say I did it by my own, my own power and you don't recognize you do everything you have by the gifts God gave you, that's definitely a pride. Yeah. A pride issue, right? So I, I look at that kind of stuff. It says, too, where I think about John and he said, you know, they were like, oh, Jesus Christ getting more followers than you. And, you know, we're talking about comparison. So, oh, yes. you know, here are the disciples of John and they're kind of comparing it. Well, well, more people are going to Jesus than you. And, and John said, number one, he said, a person can only receive what is given them from above. <clears throat> he said, I have, if I have more or less, yeah. I have what God gave me. Oh, that's beautiful. Right. More it's or enough. less. Yep, it's exactly. E either what you way, have. I'm I'm okay. Yeah, because I have what God gave me, and yep. He said He must increase, I must decrease. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that a great statement? Oh, that just gives me chills to think about. Right, that's power. Right, and how different would our world be if we lived under that premise? Right, you know, and I believe that humility is the way. And that's John three, by the way. That's humility is the way right in order for you to decrease that he might increase right how different our world would be 
I think it would be, I'm sure, a far different place. I mean, if we just truly lived out, I, I'm not what's most important. Exactly. I think that's the thing. Yeah. When he's saying I must decrease, he's admitting I'm not the most important no, person we're here. Servants. God and what God wants, Jesus Christ exactly. and promoting Christ. That I'm just a yeah. servant, right? I'm a humble servant. Yep. I'm just going to do whatever God wants me to, to do. To glorify him. Right. Yeah. And that's, you know, the pride test. Is this glorifying me, my flesh, or right. is this glorifying God? Right. I mean, you know. And only like, you know that. Yeah, only you know that. Right. I mean, you know, I'm here helping with the woven women's ministry we right. have. I love coming. Excuse me. Love coming in and serving these women. Right. Giving them coffee, helping them where they might be in bondage, where God has equipped me to show them how to get out of that bondage with right. food and all of those things. Making their coffee, cleaning up after them. Right. That's me saying, you know what? The world might tell me, Sherry, you're whatever. No, I know who I am under His authority. Right. And in that, I'm here to glorify Him. If I need to clean out their coffee cups and their cup. I'm doing it, and that right. glorifies God. Because I'm not a big deal, and I'm not above that. Exactly. Right? I think that even leaders, if you look yeah. at what a good leader is in a business, they're people who serve. You know, if yeah. I'm, I'm going to say, you know, how do you stay humble? Serve others. Absolutely. I mean, it would clearly be a way. Yep. And sometimes it used to be where I had a soccer coach. As a soccer coach, with the varsity team, you have ninth through 12th grade. Okay. All of the older kids said that the freshmen have to carry the balls, yep. the water, you know how it goes. All the equipment gets carried by the freshmen because they're kind of like the dweebs and they've come in and they're here to serve everyone else. But on my team, I said the seniors yeah. and the captains will carry the water. The captains That's will carry amazing. the soccer balls. Yeah. You are going to show by leadership, by serving others. This is a leader is not just making everyone else do right. the work. Yep. The leader's also carrying the load too and setting the example. Absolutely. So you guys have to set the example of what exactly. leadership is. Exactly. So I reversed it. And then one time they asked me, well, well, you know, why do you say this? And I gave them something about Jesus in the first yeah. week last night. What? Jesus said that, you know, come on. You know, they never yeah. heard of such a thing that we're supposed to serve others. And yeah. so to them, it was a different concept. Now, who knows if they ever thought about it one day after soccer was over. I have no I idea. I suspect but. they carried that with them. Right. I mean, some of them, that might have been their only example right. of, of seeing God walked out on a soccer field. Right. That's, that's powerful. Yeah. And that's where l real leadership comes in. There isn't any area that isn't an opportunity for you to show right. somebody what God's word says. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll get to do some work at the church work day. <laughs> yes. Like, normal work. And yeah. I don't feel like you're not above it. And yeah. it comes time to picking up chairs and tearing things Painting down or all of running it. a dust mop. Yeah, yeah. That's sometimes what you have yeah. to do in light of, because the leader is also willing to jump in who is a leader servant is willing to jump in and fill holes that need to be filled. So, you're absolutely right. and, and you're going to be aware of it. Another thing I would say, you know, obviously Jesus must increase and I must decrease as part of humility. Sure. I would say giving credit to others. Yeah. It says in first Corinthians four, seven, who makes you different from anyone else? What do you have that you did not receive? And if you did receive it, why do you boast as though you did not? Yeah. Right. Your talents, your looks, your house, your anything is a gift from God. Absolutely. It is. Praise the Lord, how we have been blessed. Right. I think it was either you or maybe it was um, Pastor Eric in his sermon where we talked about if you're in America, you are profoundly blessed. Oh, that was, yeah, Eric said that. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. That, how true is that? Right. I mean, we have everything. Our water is amazing. Right. 
Oh, That's you can't even blessing. drink the water. You go to other countries. Absolutely not. And they're not kidding. Like, don't drink the water. No, don't drink the water. You're going to be sick as a dog because Absolutely. their bodies are used to all the amoebas. Yep. Our bodies not are not us. used to it. So, yeah, we would get really sick. But we do need to realize everything that we have comes from God. If it comes yeah. from God, why am I bragging about it? I'm just like a hammer in God's hand. Exactly. You know, the hammer never brags about the house he built. Exactly. The, house, the hammer is just the tool the, the tool. carpenter. Carpenter yeah. built the house. Yep. You know, God is building the house. Yeah. Right. We're not building a house. God builds a house. He just uses us as tools in his hand. And humility is the way that we position ourselves to be used by God. And I believe that, you know, without being humble and you being able to put yourself under his will, you know, willfully putting yourself under his authority, you will never be able to be used by God. You'll just do what you can to use all of the things of this world for yourself. Mm -hmm. But Without humility, you can't put yourself in a position to be used. And here's the beauty of that. Nobody ever taught me this, but there are tremendous blessings for us in our obedient nature of, you know, surrendering and being humble in that way. God will bless Absolutely. you profoundly. I mean, I never knew I started seeking God. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm caffeinated now. Um, I started seeking God to help me with weight loss because I was stuck in it and I was running to the world. And the minute I surrendered all of that and I came to God and said, God, please, you know, I'm going to give you my goals. I'm going to lay them all down at your feet. Give me a way to lose this weight. And the minute I desired to just seek him and find him, he healed every broken thing that I no longer sought after. Everything that was physically wrong with me, mentally wrong with me, emotionally wrong with me, I gave it to him and he gave me the solutions. But that only happened as a result of me humbly coming to him instead of pridefully stepping into what the world told me the solutions were. Right. Because I thought I knew everything. Because the solutions could be, hey, just take a pill or... And it was. Take a pill, drink the wine, do all the things that the world tells you, you know. And the minute I I laid down what I believed, because, you know, I was 39 at the time. I had all the answers, right? I mean, who doesn't know everything by 39? That's what I thought. And then God showed me, you don't know anything. You don't know everything. Right. And come to me and I'll show you. And I did those lowly things that he told me to do humbly. Right. Because he told me, stop working out every morning, spend time in the word, basically surrender the gym and started seeking him. And that's what I did. And it made no sense, but I humbly did it counter to what I believed in my own, you know, solutions, my self-righteousness. And I did it and he blessed me, profound me. And now I've positioned myself to be used by him. Well, let me ask something. I mean, when you are talking to people about losing weight. I mean, typically I do think of exercise as part of it. In other words, if I want to keep flab off, I run. I mean, it's just sure. that simple. Yeah. It's different for women after 35, Pastor. Is it? Yeah, okay. it's completely different. Um, it's completely different for, for us because we get into, um, we our bodies change. We go through hormonal things. Um, and as a result of that, it makes it very difficult for us to break our dependence on certain foods. All right. And so it just, it's difficult for us. And so We also, not everybody likes to work out. Not everybody likes to exercise. And what I teach women is if you have time to exercise, but you don't have time to be in the word, your priorities are wrong. Right. Seek first his kingdom. Seek first his kingdom. And so with that, I teach them how to start prioritizing a relationship. And then slowly we start stepping into more and more things. And then you find time, then you can start working out. Right. But first it's God. God first. God first. All right. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I have to get out on the trail. I mean, it's my own sanity, so yeah. I'm going <laughs> to definitely get out there and run. Well, and just you're also seeking the kingdom of peace. God first, right? 
Yeah, I mean, we live it all the time. And yeah. you're constantly steeped in ministry, constantly steeped in by nature of what we do. Absolutely. You're constantly out. Absolutely. You know, a lot of nights, yeah, you help as many people as you can, Absolutely. for sure. I mean, that's what my life, that to me, if you ask me what makes life tick, well, it's not running. I mean, it's helping people. Yes. It doesn't matter how much I run. That's yeah. not going to help somebody. To me, what makes no. me happy is knowing somebody was helped. And when you get notes from yes. people that say, hey, yeah. I was thinking life wasn't worth it. And I started coming to church. And now yeah. I see that God is moving. Yeah, I, yeah that kind of stuff. And your health doing. positions you to perpetually be able to help them. You know, you've got the heart. You're going to be here. Right. You know, and God needs you to be healthy to do what he needs you to do. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I wouldn't eat as healthy as you probably, but I'm working on well, it. Well, some would argue I'm working that I don't on eat it. So well. <laughs> I'm working on Good. it. Good. All right. Don't compare yourself. That was the thing we were talking about before. Yeah. So I want to go back to that because, again, I just think in this society that there's so much oh, social media, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you look at it's keep up with the Joneses. Yep. Or it's they have this style yeah. or they're having so much or whatever it is. And you think you're either better or worse. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, to be honest with you, I don't know, man, I've got some real qualms with it. Mm-hmm. I, I like social media. I'm not saying I don't look at Facebook a lot mm-hmm. these days. Sure. Um, I look at Instagram because it's more, it's the comic book of social media. Yeah. Not that it's funny, but it just shows pictures. So, you know, I kind of yeah. like that That's part your of thing. it yeah. as a photographer but I still see it. There's just a natural tendency to compare yourself. Well, I, I get this much traction. They get this much traction. Mm-hmm. I have this following. They have this following. Mm-hmm. You, you just naturally. I'm not saying that all of it's wrong. Yeah. I think that we should. We'd be dumb not to track. Sure. If we're growing, you're. Sure. you're it'd be. Huge. You know. You want to track if you're doing okay. I'm sure yeah. that women track weight loss if they're with you. I would think maybe they don't. I don't know. I, I encourage them not to focus on the numbers and to okay. focus on number one. <clears throat> because you you know if you're losing weight. Right. right? If you're if you're living righteously and you're making right choices, right. you're gonna changing. lose weight. Inches are changing. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's cause and effect, right? It's right. it's blessings and curses. Like you're either gonna get the results from doing the right things or you're gonna get the wrong results from doing the wrong things. So, you know, I encourage them not to because the world is what tells us to. I mean, do you take your but, blood pressure on a daily basis? Probably not. So why do we weigh ourselves every day? No, well, I don't weigh myself every day. And Good. when I don't, well, I'm starting to now, but here's why. Because if if, if I don't <clears throat> then I'm going to start eating black jelly beans and I'm going to start like what I find is when I'm only comparing myself to me, yeah. I'm not, it's not about comparing yeah. myself to anyone else. It's just bill. If I set a goal that I'm going to drop X yeah. number of pounds, then I want to know if I'm there. Like you said, you can tell by the no. mirror too, yeah. you know, yeah. but on the other hand, I'm trying to track and I'll know that if that's going up though, you got to be more disciplined. So to yeah. me, it's about discipline. It it's is. about like, if I step on the scale, it's not just about the, I'm not, fixated on the number sure, yeah it's more about a discipline thing where my wife and i are hey you know maybe we need to eat less active, bread yeah. we need to start <laughs> yes, eating more yeah. and we, yeah. we already do a ton of stuff like we're already very active sure. but yeah i mean it's just her and i both have been talking about it yeah. you know lately just to say ah, okay we're coming out of winter yeah. we're coming out of so yeah i don't mind it but usually no i'm not stepping on a scale Good. i would say the last three days yeah I've stepped on the scale more. Other than that, I haven't really. Other people, they have it. They struggle with it. That scale is the barometer of success and failure in life, and it can completely derail them. You know what's interesting about that, though, (laughs) is that you can, at times, Sherry, focus on something 
so much that someday is not going to be important. Like there would have been a day where I would have known exactly where my Facebook numbers are. Mm. Today, it's irrelevant to me. Yeah, it I, is. I don't look at it. I don't really know. I hardly ever go to Facebook. Yep. At one time, what seemed important, I start to realize as you get older, all the stuff that we think is important, it is absolutely 100% meaningless. And it yeah. is this. It's what Solomon said in the book of Ecclesiastes. This is a chase after the wind. You are chasing the wind. wind. It doesn't, doesn't mean matter. anything. Yep. So remember that because yeah. again, we're talking God's kingdom. You know, what is yeah. a humble person? They're going to be a person who seeks God's kingdom, right? Yeah. So as you're seeking God's kingdom, that's truly significant. It is. Where a lot of the, the things that we do, oh, you know, I got 500 likes on this reel I put up. Okay, well, great. Doesn't matter. What? Who cares? No. God's who not going to ask you it about your Facebook me. stats. me. I mean, it's like getting a strike in... Uh, bowling you know what i'm saying yeah it, if i did it if i was bowling it would amuse me that i did and i'd be happy about it yeah. but i also have to realize it's meaningless it is it doesn't really matter yeah. it doesn't matter if you won that game or not yeah. it's like 100 percent meaningless so i think a lot of what we put attention to end of the day is kind of meaningless temporal right so temporal and it's where where we need to shift our focus to the eternal from the temporal because right. like you said well like i said i interjected while you were talking god's not going to ask you about your face your social status right social media status, right. the number of likes, all of those things. He doesn't care about that. He right. cares about, you know, what you were doing. Were you doing, were you bringing, were you making disciples? Were you living for the kingdom? Right. Yeah. But what about that? You know, some of us too, Sherry, I mean, we're obviously goal oriented. Mm -hmm. We are. We just have to realize that not every goal that we set is that important. And that, that's what you have to, and, and like you said, that could be a pounds off on a scale. That could be yeah. how much growth there is in a social media page. Yeah. It's not really all that relevant. And if it's distracting you, you have to really start to assess, like even the pride test right. I shared, you know, is this glorifying me right. or is this glorifying God? Right. No, I, th I think it's great. Well, yeah. we did, if we didn't do anything that we like to do or entertainment wise, yeah, I mean, we it. really, yeah, we it would, I think that God says, do good and be happy. Yes. I think is a great verse that I kind of go by, but we appreciate you tuning in and being part of this podcast. Sherry, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Yep. Hope you all have a great and fantastic day.